Part five, chapter fifteen of the Manxman. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Manxman by Sir Hall Cain. Part five, chapter fifteen. When Kate thought of her husband after she had left him, it was not with any crushing sense of shame. She had injured him, but she had gained nothing by it. On the contrary, she had suffered, she had undergone separation from her child. To soften the hard blow inflicted, she had outraged the tenderest feelings of her heart. As often as she thought of Pete and the deep wrong she had done him, she remembered this sacrifice. She wept over this separation. Thus she reconciled herself to her conduct towards her husband. If she had bought happiness at the cost of Pete's sufferings, her remorse might have been deep. But she had only accepted shame and humiliation and the severance of the dearest of her ties. When she had said in the rapture of passionate confidence that if she possessed Philip's love, there could be no humiliation and no shame, she had not yet dreamt of the creeping degradation of a life in the dark, under a false name, in a false connection, a life under the same roof with Philip, yet not by his side, unacknowledged, unrecognized, hidden and suppressed. Even at the moment of that avowal, somewhere in the secret part of her heart, where lay her love of refinement and her desire to be a lady, she had cherished the hope that Philip would find a way out of the meanness of their relation, that she would come to live openly beside him. She hardly knew how, and she did not care at what cost of scandal, for with Philip as her own she would be proud and happy. Philip had not found that way out, yet she did not blame him. She had begun to see that the deepest shame of their relation was not hers, but his. Since she had lived in Philip's house, the man in him had begun to decay. She could not shut her eyes to this rapid demoralization, and she knew well that it was the consequence of her presence. The deceptions, the subterfuges, the mean shifts forced upon him day by day, by every chance, every accident, were plunging him in ever-deepening degradation. And as she realized this, a new fear possessed her, more bitter than any humiliation, more crushing than any shame, the fear that he would cease to love her, the terror that he would come to hate her, as he recognized the depth to which she had dragged him down. End of Part 5, Chapter 15